Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. If you haven't heard the phrase, podcasting is an intimate medium, well, then you must be new. Can this reported intimacy ever be anything more than just an empty promise made by podcasting advertising advocates? Today's episode is brought to you by My Podcast Reviews, because you need to know what your audience is saying about your podcast. With My Podcast Reviews, you'll be notified anytime, anyone, anywhere in the world leaves a review for your podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox. Even though podcast ratings and reviews don't affect your podcast ranking, podcast reviews are still extremely powerful ways to know, engage, and even grow your podcast audience. So make it easy for your audience to follow, rate, and review your podcast with a free three-week trial of My Podcast Reviews when you sign up at mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. That's mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Now, if you're playing the podcast drinking game at home where you drink every time someone says podcasting is an intimate medium, (laughs) you may want to sit this one out. I'm going to take a somewhat critical look at that much lauded phrase and um, a little bit of a cliche. I don't want you to be too tipsy before the show is over, right? Let's start here. Podcasters who are able to buy their way into tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of downloads, they don't really care about intimacy. For them, it's a reach game. The more people that they can reach with their show, the more ads they can sell to their show, whether they're intimately involved with it or not. So no, they don't really care about intimacy. Although, that's not completely true. Because there's a collective need across the people who are able to get tens or hundreds or millions of downloads to their shows, there's a need to keep CPMs, the price of an ad, high. Which, by the way, they're not doing a very good job of. I mean, CPM rates are relatively stagnant across the board. Have you seen a slew of reports talking about how CPMs have increased from an average of $20 to $30, let's say, in the last decade? I haven't really either. I know they happen in in isolation, but overall, kind of the same thing. But the idea is to convince advertisers that podcasting is an intimate medium. They need to do that to get those advertisers to spend more money on podcasting, right? And, And that is more or less working. Total ad spend in podcasting does continue to increase and new advertisers enter the market all the time. Great. So... 
Think about that for a second. But also think about this. The opposite, however, is broadly assumed to be true. And that is that shows with more modest audiences tend to have more niche audiences where, really, intimacy can reign true. But does it really? I mean, what's our measuring stick to determine whether or not we're getting more intimacy from our people? I mean, it's not, it's not downloads. Downloads do not measure intimacy, especially since around a third of downloads are automated and may not be listened to uh, ever. I don't even think it's consumption rate, which services like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts will tell us how much of our episodes listeners tend to consume. I don't think that's it, or at least it's not necessarily giving us the answer we're looking for. Is there a correlation between consumption rate and intimacy? I mean, there might be, but anecdotally, I've seen a huge increase in the number of requests for podcast recommendations where people only want something to listen to in the background while they study or they work or they do other some other sort of brain-intensive activity where they're not intimately engaged with their content. They just need some noise. And then there's all the shows, all the people who say, hey, I need something to fall asleep to. Can you recommend a podcast? The podcast stats we have today don't really tell us how or even if people are engaging with our content. We don't, we don't have it. We don't have repeated listener-initiated plays. We don't get that kind of detail. We don't really know. Where's like the time to listen number? Like from the time an episode was published to somebody actually listened to it. We don't have it. What about listeners or listens per unique user? How many times does a unique listener listen to that episode again and again and again? We don't know. Or some sort of a, a loyalty rating. How many different episodes does a loyal listener consume? We don't know. Any of those things would likely get us to an understanding so we could answer the question, is, in fact, podcasting an intimate medium? But our, our industry isn't really set up to report on that. I mean, the IAB takes the A in their name seriously. The IAB is Internet Advertising. Advertising. And advertisers don't care about intimacy. They tell us they do, but they really don't. They care about results. How well do the campaign perform? And in lieu of results, they care about benchmarking their spending activity so they're not spending too much or too little in a certain medium. Also, we have the problem with privacy issues. Privacy issues make everything I just talked about really challenging to get to. To understand the intimacy is almost, or as some will definitely say, an invasion of privacy. Now, personally, I do not care who knows what episodes I listened to and what episodes I skipped and for how often, but I'm also know that that's just me. And I understand that how that information could almost be weaponized or used in nefarious ways. So I don't know that we're going to ever see it. But I also wonder 
what would we do if we knew? Specifically, what would you do if you could measure some sort of intimacy rating either with your episodes or with your listeners themselves? Would it change how you produce your podcast and the episodes of your podcast? I wonder. Or would you just simply immediately start comparing yourself to the average intimacy ratings, the same way we compare our own download numbers or CPM rates? I am actually genuinely curious what you would do if you could see, either by listener or by episode, some sort of an intimacy rating, a number that you could trust. Email that to me, would you? Email me your thoughts, evo at simpler.media. I'll I'll compile them and we'll come back and revisit this another episode in the future. Or if you want, you can share your thoughts on this in the Advancing Podcasting community at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Let's do a few boostergrams, shall we? Now it's time for the Booster, 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 Boostergram Corner. Boostergram Corner. I don't know a thing about crypto. Thank you very much to Mr. Brad Terpak. Uh, Brad is, I mean, my newest virtual coffee member. That's right. He went to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra, signed up for a monthly recurring coffee donation. Thank you very much, sir. Also, hello and thank you, Seth Goldstein, who I, he left a review previously for podcast pontifications. He's gone one step further and actually bought a virtual coffee for me. So I certainly appreciate that. And if you received any value today out of today's episode, Please return some of that value. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra, just like Brad and Seth both did. Thank you very much. Or if you're using one of the new fancy podcast listening apps, you'll find them at newpodcastapps.com. Be sure to set it up to actually stream some value to me, a few sats at a time, and that'll make a lot more sense once you get there, or it won't. But if it does, be sure to set it up to stream some sats to me, or send a boost along with the message. And with that... I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. 
Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.